questions. You know, the way you gotta answer it. You tell the type of question you ask, you know how you answer. If you answer this question, you know motherfuckers gonna be like, come on. <laughs> like, hey, I'm all for it though. I was just talking to AC to about 30 minutes ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was talking about uh, LeBron and Joy. He, uh, he becoming, a, I think he becoming a LeBron fan now. We gonna talk about that. But are you ready for to host this show? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm nervous, but I'm ready. They say it's like, I don't know, it's just like being married or having a baby. It's just thinking, is you going to do it? I'm, I'm, a man. I'm a man up. That's it. That's all I can do. I got to get up. Well, I gave you as many pointers as I could. You have yeah. any more questions? Nah, not right now. Once I write down my, but when I write down this outline again, to write it down again, to write my question, I might have some now. So if I call you within an hour, you know, I'm, I'll be calling you to ask a few questions. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know? All right. Yeah. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready use. for you to host. It. I'm ready. I'm ready to see what you got. What, what, what intro song are you using? You picking the music. I gotta do that too. Yeah. You doing an outro? Whatever you want to do. Alright, I got you. This I got is you. your right, I episode. I got you. We'll call you back in a little bit. Then. Let me write some stuff down. Alright. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I can't do it, homie, it can't be done. Now I'ma let the champagne bottle pop. I'ma take it to the top. Show I apply pressure to pussy, the stunt and I pop Still yeah. bump, squeezing my pistol, I'm sure that I got it uh-huh. I pee the pipe and pick peppers and run right What up though? Every 29th, 2020, episode 210 I Heart Miko Podcast This is this the host, your boy Hustle You know what I'm talking about? We got my, my co-host, I Heart Miko Miko Renee Shit, we in the building today What's up, girl? Hi Thanks for having me on my show. Oh, fuck. You should be happy I'm happy you on the show. Goddamn happy. I had to open up with a little East Coast, little 50, because you got that out. When you had Battle Mouth, you had lost. You know, when you battle battling over, you lost in the contest, the music contest. First of all, I. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bullshit competition. I should have never even got in it. After, you know, after. I thought about it and I talked to my friends from college. I should have never battled 30 and under people in 95 to 2000 R&B. Most of them were still pissing and shitting on themselves. So all they're going to go off of is, is what the news said was the shit at that time. I was in it. I was doing probably my best fucking, my worst and best fucking. So, and oh, so I was you, in college, so I knew what, what songs impacted the city, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to later on down the line, what became cool. You know, there's a bunch of songs, and I just felt like I was out of my league. They, they under 30, and they had the nerve to say Shoop was a better niggas ain't shit song than Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> That's how I lost. It was sudden death, overtime, and the last, it was 95 to 2000 R&B, and they said, play the best 
Niggas Ain't Shit song sang by a female. He had to be a female singing a Niggas Ain't Shit song. She went first and she played Shoop by Whitney Houston, right? Uh-huh. Accompanying other people, whatever. I, when I heard Whitney, I said, oh, damn, I know a song that she's actually saying niggas ain't shit in from the first line. When she said you were supposed to be home at nine or something shit. Like, in the shoot, did you ever seen the videos? The I video- remember it, but I, I can't re- recollect. I can recollect what I can't remember, rather. In the shoot video, Whitney Houston is smiling the whole fucking video. Oh, I remember that when she standing up on the microphone the whole time. And she no, it was part of the movie and everything, but she was just like, everyone falls. <laughs> she was basically singing about a mutual breakup between two people that were in love. You know, Heartbreak Hotel, you said you'd be here by nine. Instead, you took your time. You think to call me, boy. Now, you see what I'm saying? And they said you was a better niggas ain't shit song than Heartbreak Hotel. And that's how I lost. I mean, it sounded like part of the next door. Drake or something, I don't know. It, it, it was close, it could have went either way. I, I just know I was told then, I, I was rooting for you. Bro, I, I was out of my league. I can't compete with, my judges are 30 and under. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I low key could have been their mother if I was a real hoe and fucking in high school. I could have been their mother. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> hey, well, my first question as a co-host, you know how I feel about my quarterbacks. So I just want to ask you. What's up? Like, how you feel about Jameis Winston signing as a backup quarterback? Um, signing as a backup is not a problem. I don't. I, I, I respect all positions because the backup can become the starter. I don't think that it was the, the – the backup position that he signed for that hurt me. It was the contract. Sigga signed a $1.1 million contract. That was my second. That was my second question. The first was going to be, I want to know if you was offended by him having to sign a backup with the stats that he put up as a quarterback. You know, when you, when you got teams who are looking for quarterbacks in the sense. You know, you can see a backup in two different ways. You can see it as a sign of disrespect, but you can also see it as a sign of of the future. You know, so going to the Saints, knowing that this is Drew Brees' last year, you know, and and studying behind him, you know what I mean? Like learning behind a Hall of Famer, a Super Bowl winner, an MVP, that's a plus. That might be something that I can see somebody who – through 30 interceptions and, you know, would need. So I see the game behind that, and then they'll be drafting someone. Obviously, I don't think they're going to keep the Hill dude, but you would then still be in competition with a rookie the next year for a job, and you should have the upper hand at that. You see what I mean? So I can see the pluses behind signing with the New Orleans Saints. The contract was disrespectful as fuck. Like, I, I don't – 
I don't know how, how, how did that happen? How? I, I, that's why when I was looking at it, I didn't look at it as a backup deal. I look up, I look at it as a third quarterback deal. Really? So you think the, what's his name? Tavon? Ta- I mean, I mean, 20 million dollars. 21 million for two yeah. years. And even after he played yeah. for more than that. Come on, that's a backup. How much, how much did Teddy, well, how much Teddy get last year as a backup? Was it five million? Seven. No, seven, I seven. think. I think was, was he not? Backup. Yeah, was he? He was a high-paid backup, though. Was he? Was he not him or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot to me. So I just look. I don't know. I just I I, I look at it as it's somewhat hard. I mean, it
However, the black quarterback is the best quarterback, period. There is not ever going to be uh, uh, the wh- a white quarterback is like the greatest quarterback ever. And, and if black people were playing back when the old back then, it would be different right now. But it took us so long as a country to accept black quarterbacks as the head, as the God, as the leader of the team. So now that we're moving around and flowing in the in a positive direction of understanding that, oh, they can be athletic and smart. Oh, they can read the playbook. Oh, they can do all these things. Oh, wow. So now that we're seeing that the black quarterback is a thing, they're still fighting that. They don't want that to be the, the, pretty soon. Every face of every franchise is going to be a nigga. So, and they are trying to avoid that and dodge that as long as they possibly can while still making a lot of money. That is is good you say that because that piggybacks me to the next question. Did you watch the NFL draft at all? Any of it? Tell the truth. I know you never watched the draft. So tell me the truth. You want to hear something funny? I happened to. Um, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was, I was on, on my offline, off live, the challenge, I was, I was doing that, that right? And, and then I was judging other off battles, battles, you know, I became, became a judge of these battles to, you know, make, make sure people are being treated fairly because I wasn't, but, um, I was doing a, a challenge and I just so happened to, you know, how Instagram cuts you off after an hour or whatever. So we had to like, we had came out of it because the live quit. And, you know, you go back into the live and continue. But when that happened, something popped up. And I saw this girl grab this dude's phone that was getting drafted. And he, like, snatched his phone from her. And I was like, damn, that's the type of shit to be having at the draft. And then I looked and I was like, oh, shit, the draft is on right now. I had no clue it was even on. Wow. (laughs) Disrespectful to the sport. But I'm I'm asking because... shit for that too a bunch of people was hitting me up telling me i was a horrible sports reporter because i wasn't watching the draft because i didn't even know it was on and i said listen by midnight i'm gonna know the same information you knew and i didn't waste my time watching <laughs> i didn't waste my time yeah you mean i enjoyed you fucking time. it was virtual like come on what what was the point what was the point of watching the draft what what did i miss tell me what i missed the the point is, you just spoke about these quarterbacks not getting equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. The Patriots won the whole draft, and they didn't drop the quarterback. Do you think one of the most? Do you think they can have a quarter? You think they can have a quarterback like Cam in New England? Yeah, I think they can handle any quarterback. I think that winning is cool, and people like that. And if they see that your organization is known for winning, they will fall in line with anything, you know? They will do whatever you're saying, the, the, the chemicals or the, the, the ingredients of the, of, the, of the recipe is to win. I think anyone would do that. And, and that's what it seems like if you go to New England and from the, the friends um, that I know that have played there, that is a, a running theme where people say, like, yeah, there's a routine. You got to do this. You got to do that. But they fucking win. So I'm doing whatever this nigga Belichick says. So, yeah, I think Cam wants to win. I think he wants to prove everybody wrong. And, yeah, I think he could go there. I so speaking of the draft, did you see the, you see the Cowboys draft? Because everybody wants to know how America's team did. 
The only oh, thing that I remember yeah. about the Cowboys draft is it was actually him. He's a player that the girl tried to snatch the phone. That's the only thing I knew about the Cowboys draft. But I did hear that you guys drafted a receiver. It was him. A receiver? He plays the receiver. That's him? Yes. Okay. So, I, boom. I knew that. I didn't yeah, know he was a receiver. I just knew he was the Cowboy. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's taking us to that next level. Now we're going to be like the, the, the Rams. Okay, so y'all got y'all added weapons. Yeah, this is make us. He's our he's he's our, our team. He's gonna be our team. We already got we already got Isaac Bruce and Tory Hope. We just need to now we got a team. We got what's the what's the name? Is it a team? Oh, um, oh, who's yeah. the quarterback? Oh, Kurt Warner and and, yeah, and Jack Prescott. So uh all these weapons are good and everything, but who's the quarterback? That Prescott. <laughs> good luck. I have to believe it. I, I don't think the deck is without talent. I just don't I haven't seen him take over a game and win a game he wasn't supposed to win. Like, I just don't see, I didn't, I can only go off of last year. I'm not gonna go backwards. And last year, he didn't do anything great to me. We was number one in passing yards. We, we was number one. We didn't make the playoffs though. We had a rough, that's why we made changes. Like, I, I honestly feel like if you look at the whole off season as a whole, People wanted us to. People wanted the Cowboys to go spend a lot of money. We were smart. We hired the best coach. We got the best coach that we can bring in. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is the reason that you didn't make the playoffs last year was because Dak needed one more weapon. Because those three that you have already, that running back and those two receivers, is not enough. The offensive line, the force shield you built around this nigga, is not enough. No, I didn't say that. I said our coach was horrible, and he impacted wins. Oh, so now you have remember. the right coach too. And we remedied that coach. Mm -hmm. And then we added to an already strength. That's what's gonna make us the greatest. We're gonna replace the greatest show on turf. That I'm just telling you ahead of time. You saying a lot to a Rams fan, especially. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it to you right now in April. And I'm doing this now because a lot of times, Renee, you don't like to give me credit when I call things ahead of time. So you know my first episode. I'm telling you about all the times you were wrong. Yeah, that's how you try to do it. So it's on my first episode, I'm, I'm setting it out, and I'm letting you know right now, recalling. Okay. Okay. We had a great offense last year. Yes. This year, under the coach that we have, we will be the greatest show on turf. Okay. I'm hoping so because you know what? You know what I like about football season? I do like when the Cowboys are good because when – like good or bad, y'all talk so much shit. It's annoying when y'all lose when you talk shit. When you're winning, it's fun. Because y'all are the, some really good shit talkers when you're winning. But when you're losing, it's so annoying because y'all still want to talk about yourselves. You guys make a lot of excuses. And there is no more now. You've got a great coach you just added, right? 
Yeah. What what could be the problem? What 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 could it be? Nothing. There's nothing. So you we have problems next year. Super Bowl or bust. Chiefs. Yeah, Super Bowl. We got your Super Bowl or bust. So we see an AFC championship. No, I feel like we should at least make it to the Super Bowl. This is Super Bowl. Yeah, that Cowboy. I ain't gonna say we gonna win it, but we should at least. Make it to play, you know, make it to, you know, to, uh, unless Tampa Bay goes to the Super Bowl. If anybody else goes to the Super Bowl, I'm going to be mad. If Tampa Bay goes, yeah, I meant yeah, NFC. So you're, so you're saying Tampa Bay could beat y'all? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right. Well, I, I got April 29th. I got it. I'm on it. I just want to make sure, you know what I'm saying, we was on that. You know, I had to get that out the way because, you know, I I had to. Now, you know, everybody been watching this last dance, this is this talking about the Michael Jordan and these bulls and everything about them. Mm-hmm. Have you been watching any of it? Oh yeah. I'm glued in. I'm 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 watching it in real time. So you already know I hate oh. watching stuff in real time. Like I like to record everything so I can fast forward through the commercials, but I can't even wait. I can't even wait for it to be over. I'm like, nah, I'm in this. I'm in this. You can't you can't really provide your honest opinion on it till it's all the way over. Like no, no, I, I haven't been talking about it with nobody. Like I just i I'm just watching. Like I'm glu- like 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 a lot of people that are watching this, like are different age than I am. Like I was, I graduated high school in 1993. My nigga, when I would see Jordan cook or wear a certain shoe in a game or whatever, I would just be like, oh, I'm about to try that. <laughs> oh, I'm on mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like, like and then I went to college right after that. So like I'm wearing his shoes while he's wearing his shoes. Like I was there, I was outside. And and I get to like reminisce on moments of my life that was happening when this happened, when this happened. And these are like big impactful moments for me as a hooper, you know? And I'm just like, damn, I remember that. I remember the commercial. I'm thinking about all the commercials he did. Like, just like, you know, it's like, and then I'm now I'm learning he like everything even more. Then I, I, I didn't know anything back then, but now I'm really learning even more. So what you did there at that time back then, what was your favorite Jordan moment? Well, <laughs> oof, I don't have. I don't think I could do one favorite yeah. Jordan. Nah, one. No, I can't. I really can't say one. I like just when you said that, like twenty came into my head, and I was like, one. No, I can. I, I can tell you my first favorite Jordan moment. What was your first? When he first made it to the playoffs, when he uh, when he hit that shot against Cleveland to get to the playoffs and win, that was like, wow. Like that was big. And not only like that I, I was thinking he was great, I'm thinking about like my family. I'm, I'm in Inglewood, California. I'm a Laker, you know, nation type of family. And Jordan coming on. And, you know, even when I used to be like, oh, Bird is good. My family would be like, no, he ain't. 
oh, Isaiah, nice. No, he ain't. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you when you around Laker fans in the eight, late 80s especially, you couldn't really say somebody else was nice. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't really be like, oh, shit, I want to see so-and-so. So I was already like a, a sneaky Jordan fan at that time, you know? So I was just like, when he hit that shot and he went to the playoffs, I was just like, oh, shit, like, he's – like, this nigga is – nice this nigga gonna be something you know what i mean so I, it was like a big that made me like okay i gotta watch him now like now i gotta see like he can make the playoffs with this team he could do this like i was just like i was in awe after that okay are you watching it with the family or are you watching it alone um the first night uh we watched it with aiden but aiden didn't really want to watch it he ate in his bougie let me tell you he talking about the footage how bad it looked and, and all this stuff. And he's, you know, Aiden is team LeBron, but he definitely, after watching the first one, he was like, I think Jordan's the GOAT after that. He only watched one episode and he said, Jordan's the GOAT. I changed my mind. He was like, LeBron's still amazing, but Jordan's the GOAT. He was like, why didn't you tell me that Jordan won all those championships? And I was like, you have to learn that on your own. Like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to watch the game. You, you know, I tell him stuff, but, I, you know, I want him to watch and, and, and form his own opinion and, and, you know, learn. I show him old Jordan sh- uh, movie, uh, not movies, uh, games and stuff like that. Just like I show him Iris and stuff. So I'm just like, you, you got to learn. The, you got to learn basketball. That, that's something you got to do. You have the technology, at least, you know? Yeah, better than I had it. So, but he was like, "Well, since he won those championships, he's the best. That that's it. Whoever has the most championships is the best." That's what he said. That's, that's why I was interested to see how you watch it because I know he's Team LeBron. Yeah. Is team Jordan. Huh? Is Brent Team Jordan? Yes. He Team Jordan. You're Team LeBron. I want to know your thoughts. Watch these four episodes. Did it change your perception on on MJ and LeBron? For you. What do you mean, MJ and LeBron? Yeah, like, you know, that's... Like comparing? Watching this, watching these episodes, and then, you know, being on social media, every time somebody watches the show, the first thing they say is, they break up LeBron. Or they be like, oh, oh, now, you know, the fans now say LeBron is the GOAT, and the elders say MJ. So I just, you know... Um, I think that, you know, somebody said one goat, one mamba, one king, like, let's just refer to them as that. Let's stop comparing them. I think it's difficult to obviously to compare LeBron to Jordan because LeBron is a point forward in a completely different era. So it's tough to compare a, a, a savage, a score, you know, to someone who literally does everything and is built like a machine you know so i don't like to compare them so whenever you do compare them you have to compare championships because that's all you could really compare what else could you compare and jordan has more championships respect but if you're talking about total game total everything lebron is the better player he could do everything and the one thing that Jordan does better than him, and I, I will give Jordan a defensive advantage as well because he was defensive player of the year a few times, but I will give him that he, he's, a, he's an assassin. He's never seen a shot he doesn't like, and he can hit all of them. You know? Period. That's 
that's fun to watch, my nigga. But he didn't win until he played a team game. He could not do it by himself just like everybody else couldn't do it by themselves. Yeah, that's what I got. I just said, I, I don't mind people saying George the GOAT or saying whoever's the GOAT, but don't try to create an aura or something. You know, they be trying to create too much of a nostalgia, too much of, and that's what it gets me. Like, he, he's not human. Oh, I've never seen him smile or be happy until he won. I've never seen him. Man, stop this shit. That's what I don't like. Man, he's great. He's a great player. He, he accomplished things. It's like, nah. And then they'll try to, uh, well, he, can, he didn't win. To, uh, he didn't have any help when he didn't win. Or he did hey, he just, he's a great player. He's done what he did with his Listen, what people, well, it's strange to me, something that is never really brought up when, you, when people are talking comparison, and even with Kobe Bryant. Who have LeBron's coaches been? That part. And then you compare that to who Jordan had and who Kobe had when they won championships. I, I, like, I that look matters. That's, that's, the, that's matters. one of the main things I look at. Yeah. That's number one. And then two, I look at, they'll, they'll, say, uh, uh, they'll say things like, Jordan didn't win until he got another superstar or something, you know, until he got help, another star. Then, you know, so that they can acknowledge that, but they can't acknowledge that he got a star, but Patrick Ewing never got one. Nope. Another morning, never got one. Nope. All the people that so-called his, his competition foes in the Eastern Conference never got a second superstar. He got arguably the top five player as the second best player on his team. Yeah. Then on the final stretch, he got another Hall of Famer in Dennis Rodman. When those, when Patrick Ewing and them still didn't have a second star. You know, it's like, like, that's what I look at. So I can't acknowledge this other shit without acknowledging everything. People will, people will argue whatever is in their favor. Yeah. That's why some people say men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Yes, they do. There are numbers that can be argued in your favor, just like there are numbers that can be argued against you. You know? Perfect example, Jameis Winston threw over 30 touchdowns this year. Wow, that's fucking incredible. He led the league in, in yards, 5,500 5, yards, something like that. Guess what a negative stat is? He threw 30 interceptions. <laughs> you see what I mean? Uh, no, with you or against you, it doesn't matter. And that's Okay, so watching that, it's been a lot of backlash to me, I feel like, coming at Isaiah Thomas, in a sense, from the Pistons and everything, because watching the documentary, you can see the league never gave Detroit their just due in, in, in multiple ways. But I'm bringing it up to say, did you see Rod Thorne make those comments? Rod Thorne, the GM. Remember, he was on the committee to pick the Olympic team. Rod Thorne. What did he say? He said, um, well, Jack McCullough. Jack McCullough is a, a famous sports writer. He wrote, he wrote the Dream Team. He, he covered the Dream Team when they went to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. He's the same author who covered that Tony them the seven seconds or less. 
and you know, he 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 covered them and wrote about them, and he wrote about Boston Boston Celtics unfinished business like in 1990 91. So he has a history of writing. And his article, I mean, his book, he wrote that Michael Jordan told Rod Thorne that if Isaiah Thomas is on the team, I'm not playing. I believe that, and and I think that the reason, a part of the reason that the the Pistons didn't get their due along with Isaiah is because of the way they played the game. Um, it's almost like, and, and there's no shade, a championship is a championship, you know? But you have to understand that some people are going to say, you, don't, you didn't really have any talent. Your talent was bullying people and mentally abusing them and manipulating them and getting away with things that we know should have been fouls and flagrants and ejections and all that kind of stuff. So your wins... You know, people feel like their wins have an asterisk by them. And people were also upset because they low-key was in the way of the, the passing of the throne. The to that should have never happened. You know, those are supposed to be Bulls championships. But the Pistons decided to, you know what I'm saying, the Jordan rules, in effect. He, he was dumb enough to not be lifting weights and not be getting, you know, his body right and – you know, he was just out here being being a, a naturally athletic basketball player, and he realized, damn, you know, I need to fucking lift and lift weights. These niggas are gonna hit me every time I come through the paint. Like, I gotta get my weight up. I gotta start actually training and actually caring, and not just shooting, but you know, getting physically fit for it. And and so that's what it took. So the the Pistons are looked at as an in-the-way team of the rolling into the 90s because it was like that last year of the 80s and that first year of the 90s. So it was like they they really ain't nowhere. They ain't no man's land because the 80s was definitely ruled by the Lakers and the 90s was ruled by the Bulls. You know, so they got them little two in there and Isaiah happens to come along with that because when Jordan said – Oh, I hate the hate for the Detroit Pistons is forever. He that's not true. He played with players that left that played there or whatever. You know, he's still friends with them. I think that he was talking about Isaiah. Straight up. Why why he ain't mad enough to just say Isaiah? That's what I was trying. That's the point of me saying that Rod Thorne. That's why I asked you about the Rod Thorne coming because he's trying to protect George by saying that Michael George didn't say that to him. You know, he coming out today saying that Michael Jordan didn't say that to him. That's the only way that will happen. That's the only way that will happen if uh, Michael Jordan asked, you know, or maybe Magic, which we know Magic and him was kissing on lips and shit, so it wasn't Magic. Yes, it was. That's what I'm telling you. So you think Magic hopped yeah. on it with him? So, yes. At the time when this happened, at the time when this happened, you had Michael told Rod Thorne he didn't want him on the team. Mm-hmm. Then Magic had AIDS, and Carl Malone and Isaiah Thomas, well, Magic had HIV, and Carl Malone and, Matt, and, and um, Carl Malone and Isaiah Thomas were the two people who spoke up against Magic coming back to play basketball. I remember Malone specifically. Yeah, no, Isaiah spoke out too. I didn't know Isaiah. And, did. that, and, and, and remember, and Magic put it in his book. Remember, Magic put it in his book saying Isaiah did it to himself. 
Did no, did none of the players like him? But I feel like they didn't like him not because of that. They didn't like him because his team was abusive to everybody. Yeah, but yeah, that's a, I just know that. And then and then Clyde Dressler said, it. you remember Clyde Dressler was the one that got voted on. He was the eleventh one that got added on, and he was saying that when he got there, he was like, it was weird. He was like, this is crazy. Isaiah should be on this team. And he said he could tell from looking how they were acting and from hearing them talk that they didn't like Isaiah Thomas. And they didn't want him on the team. That's what Clyde said. He, in the book, he was like, Clyde, Clyde was saying that Isaiah deserved to be on the team, but it was a disdain for him. Yeah, I mean, listen, any team that is physically abusing people like that, no one's going to like you. No one's going to want to play with you. And then you have the audacity to actually be very talented. You know, Isaiah was extremely talented. The rest of them was the ones that was, you know, uh, outside of Dennis Rodman being, you know, being who he is. But the rest of the Pistons could have been anybody. I don't, I don't see, I, that's, what I, that's where I disagree. Like, in the time when they play basketball, that's what I'm saying. I feel like they're doing that. They're diminishing them. When, when basketball was physical, period, when you had the Lakers in Boston, when Kurt Rambis got clotheslined by Kevin McHale, when Larry Bird... Once a game. The Detroit no. Pistons did these things multiple but what a, times a game. I'm saying that happened. I'm saying in this game, in the NBA, it happened. What I'm saying is, period, in that time of, of the NBA, it happened often. So, and I'm not saying that they were physical. Nobody I mean, I else was called the bad boys. So. Hold on, but you Nobody. still can't discount the fact that they still had to beat Boston, who had four Hall of Famers. Yeah. It, it, don't, it, had to, it had to grow to beat What them. I'm saying is it's easier to beat people that are scared of you, that have physically just said, I can't take this anymore. Yeah, you can break a professional athlete in that way. Yes, people can get tired of catching elbows to their nose to their ribs, so they start to clinch up, and suddenly they ain't shooting their shot all the way with form because you might hit them. I understand that you would probably swing on a nigga if he did that to you if you were playing. Am I right? No, nah, I'm going to adjust like the, like the game did. I'm not going to make excuses and cry. What I feel like they're doing. I feel, like, I feel like it, the game was always played like that, period. But when Michael became the face of the NBA and he complained about it, it became different. Is how I process. Now I could be wrong, but this is my opinion from looking at it. Are you it's telling me that people was actually punching each other in the face in the eighties? Did you the see? Early 80s, the yeah. early, no, no. So, the Detroit Pistons were doing that. So, so, so when Kareem knocked out, when Kareem knocked out Rudy T, what year was that? Probably the seventies when I think about it. But how many times did that happen? Hustle is what I'm. Oh, I'm talking. No, it did not. No, it didn't. No, the frequency of the Detroit Pistons abuse in games was literally from tip off, from the tip off. I don't know why, if you're gonna, if you're gonna claim the bad boy name, don't run from the smoke. Like, I'm that's not running, I'm not cool. saying that, but you said like that's the reason they won when it's not. They no, 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 no. I said that's part of the reason they won, a big part, and nobody likes that. No one likes that you actually got there because 
you were physically abusing people and getting away with it. Because if you think about it, a part of the game is to get somebody ejected, to get a flagrant and get them put out the game. If you do the things to get somebody ejected and they don't get ejected, what was the point? That was the basketball back then. We, I can't compare back, back then. They fought and they get ejected. Those things. How come the Lakers weren't the bad boys? What you mean? Why weren't they? Why didn't they get the nickname the bad boys? Because they had magic. So why didn't the Celtics? Because they had Bird. So you're saying because they had Isaiah Thomas, that's why they got it. It could have no. been any yeah, team. he wasn't a face. Could have been the Sixers. Could it have been the Sixers? Could the Sixers have what? The Sixers. I had a bad, they could have had a bad boys team, could I? Oh my God, you will say anything to No, I'm not saying, see, listen huh? to me, I'm not saying they were not bad boys. I'm not saying that, no. You're saying the reason they don't get credit is because of that. No, the reason they don't get credit is because they beat Michael. And Mike, they was in the way of Michael, is what I'm saying. That's the only thing I'm saying, in my opinion. I feel like they don't get credit because they were in the way, to me, of Michael. And he spoke out negatively about them, in my opinion. Because when they were being bird and magic, I feel I feel like they just weren't a better team than the Bulls. They just physically, well, I mean, not not a better team. Let me not say that. I'm gonna say that when they got after when they drafted and got added people and got Phil and all that stuff, they were a better team then, flat out. Before that, they weren't a better team, but they were not as they weren't abusing anyone. They were actually just playing basketball. The Pistons, had they not abused them, they would have lost. In my uh, that's why I disagree. That's I what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like I said from the if beginning. Jordan wasn't, if Jordan didn't hit the ground that many times, if people got ejected for Jordan hitting the ground that many times, I think the Bulls would have beat them. See, that's what I'm saying. Now you're again, you're comparing to today to then. No, back then, I had basketball for everybody. That's how they played basketball. That's what I'm saying. For every that we can't, so we can't try to compare now to then. I'm saying that then that was basketball then. So no, and so then I can't discredit Detroit because they had Mark McGuire, they had or, or they had Adrian Daly, then they had Dennis Rodman, they had Isaiah Thomas. No, they have they had some guys that can play. They were physical. They had that two physical with with, with Rick Mahorn and Bill Lambert, but Adrian Daly was a. Why, so why did why did they only win two then? Because Isaiah Thomas got his ball stole by Larry Bird in game seven. I mean, game seven to, to lose. Remember, that was to go to the championship. Okay. That, that one. And then uh, the other one was, did they lose in the, in the finals? Yeah. Why didn't they win more than that if they had this great squad, if they were so good? They, won, they had a chance to win the fourth I'm championship. I'm just asking because you said they, they, won. Two you said great. they beat the Celtics and the, and the Lakers, so they couldn't they, play the Lakers that ever. Was the first team, that was the first team in the era to almost three-peat. Okay, listen to what I'm saying. When, you, when one of your pluses is they beat the Celtics and they beat the Lakers, you can't get to the Lakers until you beat whoever's in the East, right? So how many times did they lose before they beat the Celtics? They lost to the Celtics maybe twice. So to me, when you brag about them beating the Celtics, you was low-key beating the washed Celtics. And the washed 
Lakers. No, yes, sir. No, no he, 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 be, he, be Bird, he be Jordan or Jordan won MVP. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Jordan is different. Jordan is different. Oh, I, I want to say this. He be Matt. He be Jordan or Jordan won MVP. He be Bird or Bird won MVP. He be Magic and he won Magic won MVP. The team is low-key on the way out. Did the, yeah. did the Celtics do anything else after that? After the 90s, after 1990, what did the Celtics after do? Bird. Yeah. Did Detroit do something after the 90s? Did the Lakers do something? Did none of those teams do anything after the stars left? Yeah, yeah, Jordan did. Who? What I'm telling you is Jordan, that Bird, and Magic were on their way out. Right? Who? Technically, the Pistons team was also on their way out, right? Is that what you're telling me? Everybody was the same age? No, I didn't say that. This is what you're saying. No, I'm asking you. Well, no, I'm saying that when... Because we know Magic I said, and Bird. I said, I said when Isaiah beat Boston, Bird won MVP when he beat Bulls, Jordan won MVP. When he beat Lakers, Magic won MVP. That means all those teams won MVP was contending for a title. And he beat them. Yes. Do you, you, do you also agree that you could be contending for a title while also being washed? Like this is your last, this is your last ditch. Mm, it's a chance. We can look back at history and say I, know, well, I think we, we've already seen what happened. We saw the movie. We see what happened. They, low, they kind of faded away after that, right? No, Isaiah told the Achilles. And Larry Bird messed up his bat, but yeah, but that had nothing to do. But that had no, that 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 wasn't when I said no. When I said beating, it wasn't washed. I said beating in the eighties. Washing was upon them. No, no, never did. Is what I'm saying. You can discredit them. No, that's what I just told you. I explained why they're not washed and when they beat them. If that's the case, George should get no credit. Could he beat Carl Malone and Stockton, or he beat? A lot of people say Jordan shouldn't get the credit he got. Yeah, it's like no, that's disrespectful. They had that argument that he didn't really beat nobody. Who did he beat? He beat some good teams. Okay, let's talk about it. Who did he beat? I mean, I mean, in the finals, some teams were good. Ooh. Seattle was a pretty good team. They were a good defensive team. They were good defensively. They were athletic at few positions where they could switch and, and, and match up very well with Chicago a little bit, But in my opinion. But the other team, Portland was a good matchup as well. I feel Portland. But, that, but Jordan was, was otherworldly against them. They had That's a squad. The huh? They had a squad. Who, Portland? No, the Bulls had a squad. Yeah, Bulls had a squad, but that's yeah, what I, I, I don't feel like nobody messed up with them. Actually, yeah, nobody messed up with them. Nobody. Pretty, pretty should have been eight in a row. Ten if the, the goddamn Detroit Pistons hadn't gotten away. <laughs> yeah, they had they had a squad. They, if you if you, if you if just looking back, I said we could look at they had three Hall of Famers on one team. Starting. Yeah, all and at no, the same time, in their prime. Yeah, and no other team in the East had more than one. Yeah. No other team. Yeah. And the team in the West that had more than one was Utah, which was uh, Stockton a little bit ahead. Yeah. We're, we're, that's we're, we're in the same boat when it comes to that. But but you still got to give a man props for getting it done. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm arguing that 
he still wins those championships if those other teams have two stars. I'm going to argue that. That's what I think, too. Yeah. All I'm saying is don't act like it wasn't pretty easy a little bit. <laughs> That's why he damn near swept through the whole time. Hey, you know, Keith, I was watching, like, one of – did you see on episode four when they showed the plan Utah open tonight? Yeah. When I was watching that, Jordan was out there looking like, this is something. Yeah. He looked like he was mad, low-key. <laughs> you know what I want to talk about, too, how, how he, like – People was talking about how he was saying that um, Scottie Pippen was wrong because he was low-key holding out. And Jordan is oh, you know, I've been, I, I, I love saying this. I love when it rolled back around because people talk shit about me years ago. This is like six, seven, eight years ago when I started talking about Oprah and how she really don't fuck with black people and all, everything she does for us is just a cover-up because she doing this other shit against us. But people thought I was crazy, you know? And so I've said these things about Jordan as well as a businessman. And yes, I buy the shoes, but you know, I have an opinion about him and I've always thought that Jordan is nothing but a company man. And he showed his company uniform once again in the documentary by saying, Pippa was, was selfish. I can't believe. He was trying to hold out on me like, you signed the contract? Shut the fuck up, Jordan. Fuck is wrong with you, my nigga? <laughs> so you, you think he was wrong for taking that stance with Scotty? Absolutely, bro. You getting $33 million And you talking about Robin. Not only is Pippen the Robin on your team, Scotty Pippen is the Robin of the entire NBA. You put him on any of those other teams with those stars, and they're going to give you a fucking go. No, they're going to win the championship. What you mean? I'm saying. People were like the the official athlete of that time. Nobody was more athletic than this guy. Nobody. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? From a wing standpoint, from a perimeter player standpoint, nobody was more athletic than Yeah. And so that's why I'm just like, why even say that, my nigga? Why, like, you have the opportunity now to look back at this and say, yeah, at that time I was thinking this, but now I'm looking at it. Man, my nigga should have got his bread. You see what I mean? Like, you don't, he's, like, even thinking, like, today, like, we watching this right now. You're doing these interviews now, and you still feel the same way? Fuck out of here. What does LeBron want to say that? I don't think he would. I honestly think LeBron would have been telling the nigga, don't play none of the games. And I'm, unless we're going to lose on purpose, LeBron would have been. You see what Jazz Smith and Tristan Thompson was holding out how he was talking? Yeah. LeBron ain't got no company man to him like that. LeBron is about the player. He's all player. How would Jordan even say some goofy shit like that? You signed the contract. Like, duh, nigga. A lot of people sign contracts and then they realize, I got hold. <laughs> the 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 team owners do that all the time. All the time. Yeah, he he was trying to act like that. That was the weirdest. That that, that is that was I, that was alarming. It was out. I'm like, damn, the motherfucker. People was really saying that he wasn't wrong for saying this. I'm, he was goddamn wrong. Mind your fucking business, bro. 
I don't have any comment on it. It's not my contract. Do I want him to play? Fuck yeah. But if he's holding out because they hoeing him, shit, respect. That's crazy. That's what you're supposed to say. But but true story, I was doing some thinking. You know, they were trying to say they waited forever to drop this documentary. You know why I think they took forever to drop this documentary? Why? Why do you think they took forever? Well, I heard that that Jordan hadn't cleared his interviews, and he finally cleared some some video or something. I know that's true. That might not be the only thing, but that was true that he was holding out on video. He got some videos removed. Yeah, he was he was basically wanting to sift through of what yeah. could, could not be shown. Yeah. But no, I, what I think it was what they was right on. Oh, Jerry to pass away. Really? To me. Why? Because so in the first four episodes we watched, they kind of they kind of dogged him a little bit. Oh yeah, absolutely. But Hold you don't on. Think he should have got dogged. Huh? You don't think he should have got dogged? No, we don't know nothing. That's the joy perspective. That right there. No, is, I'm looking at the interviews Jerry did. He was a disrespectful ass nigga. After the Super Bowl, remember they was all betting on the Super Bowl and all that shit. And then he does the interview the next day before a big time game to say that Phil Jackson is not coming back and Scottie Pippen either. Like out of nowhere. Why would like why would you do that? Why would you do that? That's that's what I'm trying to explain to you. They're only showing that part. They're not showing. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, we don't know that it's a business. Okay, just like How you said. How could there be? Because nothing else hit the news. So whatever it was, it stayed quiet. You're the one screaming in the room. No, no, I'm speaking on that. I'm saying the documentary part. See, we're not talking about. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I mean by they waited till he died because. They showed the documentary, and then you speak. You speaking on just those parts. So it's like when I say the documentary, yes, because the documentary making that part the focus. Now, now none of these interviews we don't get to see. We don't get to, We get to see a 2020 Michael Jordan, 2020 Scottie Pippen, 2020 Horace Grant, and the 2020 uh, who was that? Phil. All those 2020 people speak about mm-hmm. something back then. But we don't get to hear a 2020 Jerry Crowder. So what you said, it might be like, I, I feel bad for what I did. I don't know nothing. I just know that you, we don't have no interview. I don't need to hear either, either way. It doesn't matter what he has oh, to do. I, I want to hear. I want to see. If you're going to paint this picture, just like, I want to I want to hear. I want I want to interview Tony Kuko. I want to interview those two. I, I want to, this is the last dance. Are you saying it's foul play? What? Man, come on now. What are you what are you saying is missing? What's missing? Well, well I'm gonna let the rest I don't wanna it's only been four what, episodes. What's missing? The everything. It's just like I mean to me it's man, I'm not to speak on that. It's no different it's 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 um it's I told you it's like dropping a, a Michael Jackson thing after he did. 
That's not the same it's thing. Not, in my opinion, Jackson, it is. This is it's about offended. Michael Jordan. We're talking. This is about. But this is not about Michael Jordan. I'm trying to tell my. This is not. A, this is the last. This is supposed to be about the Chicago Bulls. And what was the Bulls about? What was the Bulls' main focus? Michael Jordan. Yes, if, if that's the main focus, then we shouldn't talk about Jerry Cross then. Everybody else has a significant role. However, this is about Michael Jordan. Be clear. You, you sound like Stephen A. when you say that. I'm, it is. No, you, no, what you sound like Stephen A. Meaning you can you try to narrow it when you want to narrow it. No, I'm saying it was written literally to be about Michael Jordan and everybody else around him. Literally. If you're uh, mad that that's how it was written, then you say that, but I'm not disputing it's to about me, I don't I don't see it written about Michael Jordan. I see it written about the Bulls. Who, who has more more written about them? <clears throat> that's not what we said. See, I'm not questioning who they talk. See, see, Miko, we're not talking just like in the movie. In the movie. Then. You're upset no, that it's about Michael Jordan. No, I'm saying that I'm saying in the movie, Denzel Washington is a star character. Yeah. But the movie is not about Denzel. It could be about his character. Who no, I'm saying, him. but but I'm saying this this a whole movie. It's the same thing. Michael Jordan is the star of this, but they're focused on the Bulls' season, the last of their whole season. That's why they talk about. Them breaking up. That's why they talk mostly, about Jerry Krause. Mostly in Michael Jordan's perspective. Mostly. Um, mostly you know, from his perspective. Yes. I mean, could we show? If, I'm saying if that's the case, they show. I'm saying I would agree with that if they didn't have a present day Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen speaking. If they didn't have a present day yeah. speaking to me, that's that kill. If it was just the present day coach, Jordan speaking. And George saying this, are you, are you, to understand are you, that are you disputing? Are you disputing that it's about Jordan mainly? I, I, I don't think it's about Jordan. No. You don't. So Jordan isn't the main focus. No, he's the main character. Yeah, he's the okay, main. Okay, cool. So we, what we not, we don't need to argue no more. We agree. Yes. The main character of this last dance is Michael Jordan. Yes. Got it. Let's yeah, move. But I, but I said it's about the Bulls, though. What? It's about the Bulls, though. Michael Jordan playing for the Chicago Bulls. Whatever team he he would have been on, it would have been about Michael Jordan playing for whoever. Oh, he's been the star of it. About any so that's why that's why they did that example. But they're talking about everything. They have to. Well, I guess this is a case where we'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> okay then. Yeah, but, but, but no one is talked about besides no one else. No one else. There's, there's nothing with anybody in everybody in Jordan. Scottie Pippen in Jordan, Dennis Robin in Jordan, Horace Grant in Jordan, Phil Jackson in Jordan. Like that's what you're getting out of this. Oh yeah. So this is about Michael Jordan, and everybody else just happens to be on the Bulls too. Oh yeah. And was a part of it, but this is about Jordan. Like, he literally is the star. Like, if you turn this hoe on, as soon as you turn it on, it's Jordan, right? Was that the first thing we saw when it turned on? Oh, my God, look and see. The first person probably sat down was Michael Jordan. I don't even remember. But as soon as it showed a, 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 a body sitting in a chair, it was probably Jordan. It wasn't the owner. It wasn't the GM. It wasn't Scotty. We're not questioning that. That's that's why I said, I said it's like that in every movie. It's a star person in every show. 
what do you think? Everything is a star. It's a main person in every event. Do you agree with me then? Yeah, I agree with that. That he's the star of the show. But it's not, I'm saying if it's just about his viewpoint, I feel like, I, 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 like I said to me, I've got Georgia Star and everything, and it's tailored about his interest of how he feels. But I feel like the other people, I feel like the other people who own it should have a say too in the sense. So cause when I see Steve Kerr come out and speak and say the things he say, or when I see the so other players. Why do you think Kukoc isn't there? You think that they exiled him, like he couldn't come on? Oh, yeah. They, they, they don't want his opinion. Why? Because he said that they had issues. They didn't, they, they didn't accept him because Jerry Cross liked him. When was this it? All of it. Steve Kerr talked about it. Phil, Phil they talk, he said that they didn't, they didn't like Jerry Cross because Tony Kuko came to the Bulls because that's what Jerry Cross, Jerry Cross wanted him to come to the Bulls. He had been begging for him to come for two, three years to come. And he didn't want to come. So when he came, Jordan and Pippen would purposely mean to him, would not talk like would pick on him and single him out and do everything. I heard those rumors. Yeah, that's why when they won the last championship. Maybe that's why, because they just didn't even like him, not having nothing to do with Krause. No, that's what it was. It was because of Krause. It, had, it was because of Jerry Krause liking him. You know, Jerry Krause and, and Jordan were there all. They stayed at odds. And, you know, just like they went against each other. Period. But yeah, I see it. it's about Joe. But I would, I would have loved to see the Jerry Krause I would love to see everything and see what they, how they really felt. Because the way they said that's like, you know, just like I would like to see how Steve Kerr felt. Maybe Tony Kuko should do his own documentary because this one. Is no, I wanted to see everything. Like I want to see how Steve Kerr felt about. Like how Steve Kerr says he he feel like Scott the people went wrong. I want to see how they all felt. I would how old how you feel about your own documentary then because this oh, yeah. this is only about Jordan. Oh, yeah, I thought it was about the Bulls last season. I, I can tell you this ain't about the Bulls. This is about Michael Jordan yeah. and the Bulls. <laughs> but yeah, it it was it is good. It, it it said a lot about the organization control back then and now. With like how they treated Michael Jordan and how they treat LeBron now. Yeah, I mean, you the players, you know, what's great about um, the NBA is the players have actually changed the league. And that started with uh, Stern. You know, just everything that – just making the NBA on TV and the sponsorships and the ads and, and, the, and the merchandise and marketing, all the things that took place – to create this billion dollar corporation, the players were paying attention. And they, they were realizing like, damn, well, if they're getting this, then what are we gonna get? And that's kind of how the NBA players began to, you know, put their foot on the neck of ownership and saying, we want more money, we want more contracts, we want guarantee, all of our contracts are guaranteed. You know, like they started to fight for their league and doing whatever needed to be done. If it meant a player having to hold out and not play, then you had to, you know, support your brother and respect that about him and know that if he gets paid, you get paid. And if you get paid, the next man gets paid. And so what we learned with what happened to Scottie Pippen, you know, he Scottie had to go through that. So hopefully you don't have to go through that. But you see what I mean? Scottie Pippen, you know, had to go through some shit so that, the future of the NBA could see, oh, no, that'll never happen again. 
we have to create something in our collective bargaining agreement where we can get the fuck out, where we can flip it and have the upper hand. And now you see what, what that can generate. So, you know, this is, is, a, is a positive. It sucks that it had to be on Scotty's back. You know, he ended up robbing the, uh, who did he rob after that? Houston the Porter. He might have double-dutched them hoes. <laughs> but he ended up robbing some niggas after that, after the fact, but it really should have been the Bulls to pay him. But I like that this era taught, that era taught this era, you know? The NFL, where, where y'all at? Where is y'all antennas? Why y'all ain't figured this out yet? You know, stop using excuses. Oh, it's 53 players. It's too many. You can't get control of everybody. You know, there's unions with millions of employees, and they all seem to get on the same page and make sure the owner get them goddamn a lunch and two t- two breaks. That, that shit had to happen. Millions of people uh-huh. <laughs> had to get on board and make sure shit was in order for employees at billion-dollar corporations. So 53 of y'all, stop making excuses. Y'all need to know how much you're worth and your weight and be ready to fucking lock out if need be. I have a question. Okay. Did, did you watch the Jeremiah Green? Did you see it? Did you watch the, the, the podcast at all? Nah, I caught snippets of it. So you did tell you me what parts we going to highlight. I, I, I couldn't really do it. Did you see the one where he said, the first comment he, he said was about, he had nothing to do with Kevin Durant leaving. Basically, Kevin Durant was just using him as a scapegoat. He could have man up and said he already knew he wanted to leave, but that's something he wants to do. Because he said, based on his his stance in the organization, if he go tell the owner to trade Draymond Green, the owner will trade Draymond Green to make Kevin Durant happy. But that wasn't what Kevin Durant wanted. He yeah. already knew he wanted to leave. From um, I can dig it. I can dig that because um, it's factual that if Durant snaps his finger, even though he's not the drafted-in player that Draymond is, if Steph Curry, if Klay Thompson wants somebody gone, those three people on that team can make anybody else gone, and Draymond is not in that group. Kevin Durant probably did want to leave, and, and I don't, I'm not going to say – um, he used him. I'm gonna say Draymond gave himself that out. You gave him that out. You know, you should have not been a, the example. You shouldn't have been the reason that he could say, "I want to leave." Like, don't don't let it be you. You see what I mean? And then make him make him tell us he's leaving, and it ain't no problems, ain't no issues going on with the team, ain't nothing going on. Make him just. Break this whole dynasty up, and all of us look at him like you're terrible. Because the way it happened, now we all like, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm glad he left. I see why he left. So, <laughs> I, I, to me, I feel like what he said was very true. I told you, remember we told him we should record a podcast. He looking in New York. He looking at remember he doing, he ain't doing all that for nothing. He already knew he wants to leave, and you're right. Draymond Green was his scapegoat. And it's hard to go back, you know, and, and, and look at something else as why. But I really feel like that's why he left, is because he knew he already wanted to go to the East Coast. But he should have never, never played. He should have never let that organization put that pressure on him to play in that playoff game knowing good and goddamn well he already got a branch 
as a leg, as is, and you got the audacity to let them tell you that it's your, your foot, your heel. Nigga, that is a Achilles. Why, why didn't you get a second opinion? Why don't players get second and third opinions? Like, are you dumb? Are you dumb? Like, that was a t- partially torn Achilles already, and your team lied to you and told you to get out there and play. As soon as you try to do one, one of these, that shit snapped. Quick. Quick. Like, you should have never did that. Like, you should have never fucking played in that game. If you want to leave, just leave. What you, what you trying to – what you doing? You listening to the media telling you, oh, he should get out there and play? Fuck them. Nigga, I, I need to go see a real – I need to go get another opinion on this leg and sign somewhere else. He could have he been a partially torn, and he could have had that surgery right then and there and played probably by February of th- this season. I mean, it would have been quarantined, but still, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, so given that, that squad, we got this guy when they talked about this bull squad, they like this is one of the best teams ever. Uh huh. You got this Bulls squad versus the seventeen war two thousand seventeen Warriors. They asked this to Draymond. No, I'm asking you. I thought we was talking about the Draymond interview. This is Draymond interview. This is part of Draymond. They asked Draymond in the interview about certain teams. They asked him about all. They asked him about the Lakers squad and the Bulls. Yeah, God damn it! And you said no. So they asked Draymond this. Yes, about no, about not about them, about both teams. And he, his first thing he said was, "Man, against the Lakers, me and Steph Curry in the pick and roll with murder shaft." Is what he said about the Steph Curry and Draymond in the pick and roll and Shaq. Like he was saying, they ran a pick and roll, they would get Shaq trouble. Saying he basically said Shaq can't go out the pick and roll and. And if they played the Lakers, they would give him trouble. They would give the Lakers trouble. Oh, the Warriors, that Warriors yeah. team. Yes. Give the Shaq and Kobe Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, because he was he was going to the three three teams. No, I could see I, I could see that. Yeah, it's not a it's not a cakewalk. I don't think it's a cakewalk. But I, I could see him giving them trouble. Uh, my, my, my event, my, I'm, I'm, mm, ooh, that's tough. What do you think? You got the Lakers, you got Shaq and, Co- and Kobe? It's hard to go against them. Who you got? Lakers. You got the Lakers? Yeah, I got the Lakers. Okay. Who you got? That's that's. I would literally have to see who else is on the Lakers bench and everything, like dead ass, because I would need to know who's who's guarding Steph. They're fishing. Oh, that's cooked. Who's guarding Clay? <laughs> Kobe Bryant. Who's guarding Durant? Well, he's impossible to go out anyway. Rick, not, who's oh, going? Oh, Rick Fox, Devin George. Cooked. <laughs> barbecue chicken. Oh, so, oh. that's a that's tough. Robert Horry, pal, Robert Horry, pal, forward. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's tough. That, that's tough. And you could flip that over for the Bulls, too, the 97 Bulls. 
Warriors, the Warriors 2017 Warriors versus the 97 Bulls. Who you got? Shit. That's a hard oh, man. That's too good to piss the teams. I feel like that's, that's a seven game series. They be like, Jordan never played seven. And they play, that's a seven game series right there. Who wins it? Wait, wait, wait. Who's who? Let's flip this. Who's guarding Steph on the Bulls? BJ Armstrong? Huh? BJ Armstrong? John Patson? No, no, that's the first three. No, the, the 97 is the second three where Ron Harper is a starting oh, point. So, oh, even worse. So, Ron Harper is guarding Steph? Yeah, Ron is the point. L. Steph. So, Jordan who's guarding Clay? Gordon's guarding Clay. Who's guarding Durant? Okay. Who's guarding um JaVale McGee? I mean, shit, I don't know. Robin, you know, Robin Gordon, whoever the city is. But that above the rail play is different. Different. See, when 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 you go through the lineups and you talk about it like we were just doing right there, it shows you the separation in the play of the errors. Like, so you're looking at a center like JaVale McGee. It wasn't a lot of centers like JaVale McGee. No. Like, David Robinson probably is the closest thing that we can probably be like, you know, an athlete like McGee that runs a jump like that. Seven one. He ain't even that, for real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just just looking at, like, separating the errors, like, Will Purdue, Bill Wilmington against McGee, Kevin Looney. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, that shit different. This <laughs> is different. He, he coming out the bench now. You got Steve Kirk coming out the bench back then. You know what I'm saying? So they like, you know, <laughs> whoever, who, who was it? In the dollar or ball? Yeah, like, it's just, it's Steve yeah, Kirk. It's, cooked. Steve Kirk is cooked. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's different, man. I just, I don't like to pass. Doing this now, honestly, just trying to talk about it now. Why you just shouldn't even do it. It's like, yeah, wow. But yeah, that's why it's tough. You actually have to look at it on paper. You can't think about, oh, Shaq and Kobe, nobody could beat them in their era. But you drop them into now and you like, well shit, yeah, okay, so I got two other stuff. Now I got two other niggas I gotta deal with. And I don't yeah, like, oh, 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 yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that shit is different. So, it's it very, very, very. Roll them errors together, you fuck around and look stupid. You get to find a disrespectful talking about the <laughs> You get to find it like, oh, oh, I don't want to say disrespectful talking about the Bulls now. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's tough. You got to look at it. You got to look at it on paper and not just on offense, but on defense. Like, who, okay, when you run down to get this point, guess what? They got these many niggas that can run down to get a point on you, too. So it's like, you got to be real. Yeah, you just can't compare. At that time, that was the shit. At this time, this the shit. Thank you. Like, you know what I mean? Thank you. I'm I'm done comparing errors. I don't want to. I'm done being disrespectful. Comparing I, I, I just want to be in this moment. I just I I want to be in this Jordan moment. I yeah. I am a Jordan girl. I I'm, I still believe LeBron is the greatest player to ever play this game. Lace him up overall, but Jordan is. Fucking insane, and I and, and probably my outside of Iverson, Jordan is my favorite player to watch. Dead ass, like I I will watch Iverson over Jordan. That's just 
who I am. I don't know how to explain that. But after him is Jordan. Like, I want to watch this nigga. And it was so, you know what else was annoying me when I was watching? It made me realize, and even though I know the mom is dead, rest in peace, it made me more annoyed that Kobe literally did everything like Jordan. And I was just like, yo, this is weird. You know, because I haven't seen all the Jordan antics, like the way he walked, the way he chewed he walked his with everything. And he I'm just like, Kobe stole his whole swag. Like his whole swag was jacked. Crazy. Um, they said carbon copy. That's a true story. Am I tripping? Did you notice that? It's been noticed. What do you but mean? like it, from the documentary, it may, I haven't watched anything with Jordan in so long. Like, it, it, and it's like, yeah, you can see games, but like just walking to the bus. Like, just the way he walked, the way he, like, it was just creepy that Kobe did everything just like him. Even how he dressed, get dressed up after the games and everything. Yeah. That shit was crazy. But, I mean, if you're going to idolize anybody, shit. Why not? Shit, huh? Yeah, if you're going to fucking copy somebody, idolize greatness. That, that nigga Jordan is greatness. It made me, it made, I feel like it made people show respect for Pippen too. Like, y'all need to put some respect on his name. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was a big Pippen fan when I was in high school. When he signed to the Bulls, I have a t shirt. I won Athlete of the, of the Year for my high school. And when I went up to receive the award and took a picture, I had a Scotty Pippen uh, t shirt on. And it said, Just do it, Scotty. <laughs> From high school, dog, I was like, when I saw that picture, I was like, yo, I really used to like fuck with, like I was really like on the bandwagon, like, yo, Scotty and Pippen, we about to do this shit, you know? Like, I remember those days, like, that's why I was like, damn, like, this is this is great to see. Yeah, it gave me nostalgia. Yeah. It, it, like I said, it, it just let me know I'm not comparing errors, players, None of that no more. I'm just I'm comparing players when they play against the, the people that they play against. They play against them. I ain't gonna compare. That's why it's no. tough to even to, when people say like um, the championships and stuff. Like I, I feel like you know LeBron, even though he's only won three championships, like he's definitely like of his era. He's he's you can all just say he's like one of the goats of his era. You know what I mean? And you can put. Steph in there if you want you could put Katie in there if you want like you know there's there's other champions in this era um even Dirk won D Wade but you know there's levels and so we should just put them in their era like discuss them in that time frame and say oh of this era this was the go of this era this was the go of this you know what I mean because otherwise you can't because you you talk about coaching you know strategy you talk and then you talk about bench play everything is different. You know, how you structured in that era is so different than now. You know, the spacing, how they offer, it just looks different. Why? That's why Aiden Living is like just basketball. Yeah. Oh. He just was like he won six that many. Like he was like, oh, he's he's the best then, and was gone. He's like, I'm going to my room to watch Roger Federer film. <laughs> the other best. Yeah. We posted it the last night, but we got it done today. 
Don't try. Don't see how you bring it up last night when it was your fault. Seventy percent. I'll take seventy percent of the blame for last night. <laughs> because I know if you really, really was ready, want to record. You'd be like, "Say, bro, we, hey, we going <laughs> with none of that." <laughs> I told you this is your show. So I literally, this couch I'm sitting on, I, I told you I started watching The Wire from episode one. I started over. I finished season one last night. I literally sat in this chair probably till one o'clock in the morning. I finished it, took a shower, and went to bed. I, I, never, I left my room only to cook and eat. And I was in the room all day watching The Wire. Watched the whole first season. Hey, I thank y'all for taking the time to listen or watch whatever one you choose to. You can go to SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. You're going to be on YouTube. You can follow me at Cause I Hustle and follow at iHeartMiko. You know, thank you for taking the time to listen again. All right, peace, Miko. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pussy, the stunt, I pop. Still, yeah. if I'm squeezing my pistol, I'm sure that I got it. I'll uh-huh. be the pipe and pick peppers and run right back.